This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This is Mike Mansfield and Tana Payne. That's right. Tana's here. I, I know. resurrected her from the archives of the Lynn Group podcast. It's the Wealth been Puzzle. a while. Come on back. Come on down. Tana's always got a you know tough excuse. She's got a kid getting married or a kid having a baby or a lot of kids stuff, I've noticed. A lot of big events. Yeah. Those pesky I agree. kids really get in the way of everything. Um, well, hello. Or, you know, it's been a couple of weeks. So, you know, I have many great excuses for everybody on why we weren't here. Um, I got sick two or three weeks ago and yes. then I lost my voice. And so yes. last week I couldn't. Eat. I was like, <laughs> I like Darth Vader. It was terrible. Um, so that was terrible. So it's just it's just been one of those things. But we're back. We're back in action. Um, it's been a Great day. You know, what's funny is I, I I get up, I come to the office early, I go to the gym, and then I'll pop into Ralph's here on Victoria next to the gym because, you know, I'll get some eggs or something, you know, for <laughs> breakfast. I ran into my mom this morning. Like, she's the only person in the store. And you're like, hey, I know you. All day. Actually, what I did is I snuck up behind her and I nice. grabbed her purse. Ah! And she just is terrified. I'm, that I'm is not her. nice. That is terrible. My mom. She could have gone into, like, Kung Fu. I know. Yeah. Like, I know. So does help. Beat you to the ground. The, um, yeah. Mama bear. Yeah. And then right behind us, we turn around and then there's one of my favorite clients, Doug. Nice. Yeah. We're having a party here. So if anybody wants to hang out at Ralph's at 6 a.m., yeah. That seems to be the place place to be. So, anyways, uh, welcome back, Tana. What do you, you got, you, will you have some stuff for us that you want to touch on? So I'm going out and you talk. Yeah, no, I've had um, several um, clients call regarding some Medicare questions. There's just been, you know, a little bit of confusion. They're turning 65. They feel like they have to enroll in Medicare. They've even had people say, oh, you've got to change into Medicare. or You're going to get penalized. Um, But that's not always the case. If you are continuing to work past the age of 65, you are um, going to be covered under an employer group coverage or union coverage. You get to delay Medicare. You don't even have to call them and tell them. You delay your Medicare coverage, no permanent penalty, just as long as you keep that coverage. So that's yeah, what, a, what a source yeah. of confusion. Yeah. Yeah. So um, also um, open enrollment. It'll be coming up in October 15th through December 7th. A lot of people feel like that's when they can make all the changes super easy. Right. But you got to be very careful. There's a lot of rules out there. And if you wanted to switch um, from a Medicare Advantage plan to a Medicare supplement like a plan G, you would have to go through medical underwriting and not everyone understands that. So you got to be very careful when you make your first election, when you turn six or when you turn 65 or you do your first enrollment into Medicare, that's the best time to select your Medicare supplement plan G because it's guaranteed acceptance. Anytime after okay. that, you, you would have to go through medical underwriting and they can deny your application. So just keep that's- that in mind. That's funny because I feel like when I see the commercials every fall yes. and all the junk mail my clients bring in and stuff, right? it always implies like it's open enrollment, do whatever yeah, you want, have you a nice day. Do whatever day. you want. Right. No. 
And then the other thing I wanted to um, mention, so because you'd have to go through medical underwriting during open enrollment um, for Medicare supplements, um, if you already have a Medicare supplement and all you want to do is switch to a different carrier, the best time to do that is during the month of your birth. So you have 60 day window, make a change from a plan G to another plan G or from if you're old school and you got a plan F still, you can switch down to a plan G to save some money. You do that the month of your birthday. So it's called the California birthday rule. Well, Tana's our Medicare pro. You got (laughs) questions. You call the office 805-500-7035. Tana will hook you up with that. So the things I learned there is if you're working, you got credible coverage. You don't need to trigger Medicare at 65. Huge confusion. We feel Mm -hmm. that question all the time. Yes. And open enrollment doesn't mean do whatever the heck you want enrollment. It means that you might have medical underwriting. So mm-hmm. be very conscious how you pick your plans out of the gates. Yes. Boom. Moving on. All right. We're down to business today. All right. All right. So, Hey, I just popped this up uh, a couple things going on this week in the markets, right? We've got the big fed meeting on Wednesday on mm-hmm. May 3rd. It should have on May 4th, May the 4th be with you at the fed, you know, and then you would have been very excited. That's a star Wars thing for people who didn't pick that up. You didn't even dress um, up or no, that's right. A couple more we'll days. Okay. I don't know what to wear. I could maybe I could do the princess Leia hair with my long. <laughs> Good idea. You could get some. May I forget like your muffs that look like that? <laughs> yeah. The um. So, anyways, uh, we got the feds coming up this week. Uh, the, I did a, a show not too long ago where I was showing the probabilities of that, and obviously, as anything is, probabilities get closer and closer and closer. The numbers get tighter and tighter and tighter. Probabilities are important in the market because this is how the market is betting. The stock market is pricing based on these outcomes already. So if the outcome changes, like for example, you can see here on the, the probability chart for next this week's meeting, there's now a 91% chance the Fed's raised rates by 0.25%. So if the Feds do that, probably not a huge impact on the market. Now, granted, that's piece one, right? Piece one is what does the rate increase look like? Piece two is what kind of stupid things do they say from the pulpit afterwards? That's where the chaos exists. If he comes out and says, oh, it's all terrible. We don't know what we're doing anymore. The market's getting upset. Based on the market going up or the Fed's going up a quarter point right now, that shouldn't have a huge impact. Conversely, if the Feds come out and they go up a half a percent instead of a quarter point, that's bad, right? Because yeah. the probability wasn't for that. The market will freak out and fall apart. Conversely, if the feds come out and don't raise rates, that can be for one or two things. One is that's a positive because things are getting back to normal. Mm -hmm. Or two is they then present terrible information about how bad things are and everyone panics anyway. So we'll see what happens on Wednesday, but be aware that it looks like there's going to be a quarter point rate increase kind of locked in the books. If I kind of go out for their meetings, it feels that the probability of it staying there is relatively strong. There is a outside chance for another quarter point increase this year. But then as we get later in the year, as I've showed you before, and we'll always show this again, the probabilities start to change that, I mean, heck, by December, there's a 90% chance they've cut rates. So Everybody's betting on that. Um, the other thing, though, that is very indicative of inflation. Remember, the reason the Fed's raising rates, the fastest rate ever recorded. Heck, May is actually very exciting because the Fed started raising rates in May of 2022. Only a measly 15 months after inflation started picking up. But nothing to see <laughs> A little there. late. <laughs> you know, oops, yeah. pretty foul. Um, so we're about to have our one-year anniversary. They've raised rates 500 basis points, 500%. I mean, that's that's... 
mathematically mm-hmm. insane. They they successfully took down three major banks in the process. That was a joke, but kind of half true. Um, and what I have on the screen here is the money supply. Remember, this is Econ 101. I'm not crying. There's something in my eye all of a sudden. <laughs> Maybe I'm crying and I'm just too manly to admit it. The um, Or not manly. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> So remember, U.S. money supply. The supply of money that is floating around is very important because this is Econ 101. Look, literally listed under the basic info of U.S. money supply. It literally, and I I know I read this before, but I want everyone never to forget this. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. Historically, when the money supply dramatically increases, there will be a dramatic increase in the price of goods. Inflation. What? So yeah. in Econ 101, we know if we increase, increase the money supply, inflation yes. will go up. So this chart up top here is showing money supply back from 1960. From 1960 all the way to 2020, 2020, sounds better to say it like that, the money supply grew at an average rate of 6%. In fact, remember the worst financial crisis in 100 years, Tana, back in 08? Let's see. Here's, here's 08. Mm-hmm. Let me move the screen. See how there's... Oh, the giant blip in the chart. It doesn't even yeah, exist. Very we come minimal, up to 2021 yeah. here. Or 2020, it's a rather. huge leap. It makes a left turn. It goes up straight mm-hmm. up like a missile. In two years, we increased our money supply by 40%. Mm-hmm. Now, over the last 12 months, it's been shrinking. It's been contracting. And let me let me, uh, let me go up and do a tighter chart. So, you know, over the last few years, it went up a ton, and now it's been rolling over. Mm-hmm. But even last month, I come down here into the data. Uh March numbers just came out a, a week ago and the money supply shrank. It went from 21 trillion down to mm-hmm. 20.8 trillion. When the money supply leaves the system, this is drying up inflation. This mm-hmm. is huge. This is good. The trajectory is very important. As quickly as we grew the money supply, the money supply has never shrunk so fast. Now, granted, the government is being a little naughty pants with their spending again. Uh, in fact, here's some other charts that I really like. This one is a is a growth trend line of the U.S. money supply. And we've showed it before. And the whole point of it is when you look at that historical 6% trend line of our money supply mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it lurched forward and it's coming back down. I think last time we showed this chart, there was $3.4 trillion of excess money in the system creating the inflation. It's now down to 2.8. Mm-hmm. So every month that that money supply shrinks, we're, we're shrinking back to our original trend line. This is very good data. Um, this is laughable. So the deficit is federal budget deficit, our spending government. Remember, COVID's over. The government support of COVID is over. And can you see what the, the red line's doing? Yeah, All of a sudden, we're spending again. like a missile. Mm-hmm. In the first half of the 2023 fiscal year, the Federal Reserve has spent $1.1 trillion more than they were supposed to. Whoops. Yeah, that's a lot. It's of only half over. What are we yeah. going to have a true $2 trillion deficit year? Are you insane? The whole point of this though, is you kind of see money supply is expanding while the deficit is expanding. The money supply is rolling over. However, the government, even though it's the deficit was shrinking, they started spending again. The other place that you can measure this is money supply leads inflation. Look at this. The money supply went up a ton. And what did the inflation do right after it? Yeah, it went up, went up a mm-hmm. ton and then money supply peaked and then inflation peaked and then money started, started going down a lot and inflation is going down a lot. Now, obviously, the money supply is leading it. So the theory is if uh, history repeats itself, the inflation is going to continue to erode. I mean, that's what's amazing about year over year headline inflation, the CPI. Right now it's at five percent. 
But that's because when you look at last year, peak inflation was last summer. So we have some Mm -hmm. big numbers on the back end of that calculation. Whereas if you look at a three or a six month calculation of average inflation, a headline CPI, we're at about three and a half percent or three percent, somewhere in that neighborhood. Money demands rolling over. So everything is pointing to lower inflation Mm -hmm. later in the year. We also have um, the rent equivalent yield, which is the biggest driver of that Mm -hmm. is going down quite a bit. So anyways, that was that. All I wanted to talk about. Tana covered Medicare. I covered yeah. some economics. It's going to be an interesting week. Buckle up for the Fed meeting on Wednesday. Expect a quarter point rate increase. Mm-hmm. It's the loudmouth talking they do afterwards that will wreck the market, though. Um, I mean, that's what's amazing is when the mm-hmm. when when Powell's talking at like eleven thirty our time, you, you just like market's up two hundred points. Market's down two hundred points. Market's up a thousand points. It's just all over for every word he says. He's like, good, yeah. bad, good, bad. So. A lot to watch there. But hey, we appreciate all of our uh, yes. viewers, our listeners. We appreciate everybody who's, you know, subscribes and all that fun stuff. We also appreciate all the questions and, yeah. and, and negative opinions we get. You know, I, I get a few once in a while. People are funny. Um, so give us a call, 805-500-7035. Visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is spelled L-Y-N-D. Otherwise, hasta la vista, baby. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lynn Group Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lynn Group, LLC. The Lynn Group, LLC and the Lynn Group Advisors, LLC are not affiliated companies. Lynn Group, LLC the Lynn Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.